friends, countrymen, lovers of all things design. This is Grits and Grids. Hey everyone, today, this week, I am talking with John Turner of Boy Burns Barn. He's the owner and designer of that uh, graphic design studio and brand thinker. Um, has done some amazing work that we've shared on the website, so you should be pretty familiar with this guy. John, why don't you say hi and give a little backstory on yourself and Boy Burns Barn. Hello. Uh, yep, I am uh, the owner designer of Boy Burns Barn, um, which pretty much consists of uh, me. Um, I have a couple of other uh, developers and people I work with throughout the years, but Boy Burns Barn is my company. We do branding and design uh, for a variety of clients, but with a huge focus on the restaurant world. That's awesome. So you're the boy who burns the barn. Uh, yes. In this story, <laughs> <I am. laughs> and, and a story that I continue to tell and retell in different variations. That's awesome. So I, I didn't have this queued up, but now that I'm thinking about it, you kind of got to let us know how you came up with the name. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, that's what everyone wants to know. Um, even when I hand out like my corporate card, that they always look at it and they're just like, okay, are you going to tell me the story or do I have to guess? <laughs> um, so basically, uh, so yeah, so I, I initially, when I, when I got out of school, I wanted a moniker for my portfolio site and, uh, and I just, I couldn't come up with a name for myself. I wanted it to be something that was not my name. Um, and I love the idea of a newspaper headline. And at the time there was, I don't know if this is in my head or true, but like the sort of the stigma of, if you didn't go to school in the city uh, or you didn't have like a cool city school name, uh, you know, you were kind of like, like not cool enough to, to make it. So this idea of just kind of like burning down the, 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 the I'm not from the big city vibe um, kind of just like toyed with it for a little while. Came with Boy Burns Barn. That's yeah. Yeah. Sort of the story. <laughs> I like it. And, and it actually reminds me, um, you know, in the, in the nineties and early two thousands, there were like all those bands who I think were trying to out obtuse, each other with their ethereal, like emotional sounding uh, names. But when I saw that one, I, I've always smirked because I thought it was sort of ballsy. And like, um, I always equated it to you're the kind of guy that's going, that's not afraid to, you know, light a fire under a client's rear end or under your own work and just kind of push the boundary. So intentional or not, I think it's a really strong name. Thanks. I mean, I looked at changing it a bunch of times uh, and, and sort of to the topic of, of this, this discussion, it was, it came up a bunch. Um, so that, that was definitely something I, I did. As I got more clients and decided, okay, I'm going to LLC this thing and make it real. It, mm -hmm. I, reached, I reached the point where I was like, well, do I want to be three negative words in a row? Uh, mm -hmm. It was like, I don't want, you know, a boy that's the, that, you know, am I immature? Uh, no one wants to get burned. And uh, like, you know, are you, in, are you in a barn? Like, where are you calling from? <laughs> and that was always a thing. And then, and then I, you know, I talked to some clients. They were like, don't, you know, don't change your name. Like we love, we love seeing it. We love like, you know, the fact that it's weird. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll leave it alone. <laughs> I, I will side with the clients on this one. Right. Um, there, there's too much boring out there and meaningless stuff. I think this one, I don't think it's three negatives. I mean, it's, I mean, I think the guys at Matchstick, if you're familiar with them. Yes. They would say starting fires is a pretty good thing. Right. Yeah. So now you, you, yeah, you, you shift it, you look for the positives and that's kind of what I tried to do. Absolutely. I like it. Um, so this whole month is all about like kind of spring cleaning and rejuvenation, reinvention, all those awesome things that we think of when we think of spring. And, um, 
How how have you reinvented Boy Burns Barn over the years? I know there was a new website launched not too long ago, um, but but how do you constantly reinvent and clean things up and keep uh, fresh with your look? Well, I think I mean when I first launched the, the the last iteration of the site, it was sort of like I kind of wanted to uh, sort of make the name not as important in a weird way. So like the name won't go away. So you're going to know it. You're going to hear it. It's going to be weird. And then I just wanted always the work to be the focus. Um, so for me, I kind of always let the work I created sort of invent sort of who I was a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I think now, like currently, I'm designing a new website in my brain because I don't have time to do it for real. Right. And uh, and so it's a, it's now we're in that sort of discussion, like, well, what is the next thing? And, and kind of, what, you know, how am I going to, you know, take this to the next level? And, and one of the things that um, me and my developer partner uh, – uh, shout out to Confluent Forms, who we worked on uh, all the websites for the restaurants for the past 13 some odd years. Mm-hmm. Um, we realized it was time for like a cell, pro- a cell promo to kind of do something that is uh, that is more geared towards the restaurant world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to this summer, we're looking to launch a website called Mixture, which is basically the work of the two of us together. Um, we're still going to be doing our own things. Um, but we feel like it was time to sort of position ourselves more as a collaborator with our clients than just the person who comes in, does the project, says good luck and goes on to the next one. Right. Um, right. So this is all kind of like, you know, stirring around right now. Um, and, and I think it's just constantly, you know, just just looking at, at the, the, the body of work as a whole and deciding if it's if it's coming together as an interesting story for that represents uh, my company or not. Um, right. So we're at that beginning stage of spring cleaning. It's kind of like, you know, looking at that dirty closet and being like, I have to fix you. But I'm, I'm not sure when, but it's happening. Yeah, yeah. You're like in the preemptive, this has to happen and starting to think through how you might even begin to approach it. Yeah, exactly. Like circle it a few times, take a nap, come back, circle it again. Yeah. <laughs> I That that analogy is incredibly, uh, it's just profound right now in my yes. life. It's a little depressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, wife and I just moved into a new house. And so we have downsized because the house is smaller, but I think we're we're both having a hard time figuring like it's forcing us to optimize, which I like a lot. And I think we're taking a long hard looks on the clothing that we have or the things that we have. And it's like, okay, is this really necessary? Do we really oh, want this? Absolutely. Um and I think there's a lot of that that goes into um approaching a redesign or a reinvention of oneself or whether it's a career or um one's personal brand or studio firm, so on and so forth, all the way up the ladder. Um with that in mind, this I'm going to preempt this by saying this is not a jab because I'm guilty of it too. <laughs> um, the creative, quote unquote, creative website, Ugh, yeah, is so predictable. Yeah, it's 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 the kind of sad, and you know it'll go something like this. And what's funny is you could be looking at my site right now, I could be looking at yours, or I could be looking at the litany of other creative websites out there. It starts with the big image, usually a carousel, rotating between big images. And then underneath that's probably a selection or some ways to direct people into the site. Um, whether it's like go to my blog or, you know, look at the new stuff or blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then it's a contact us. And then there's like that bottom. that It's it's like such a format. and But it works. So how the hell do we break out of that? I, that's, I mean, yeah, you just described my website and it, that is the thing that I look at. It's like, I hate <laughs> you so much. Um, but, but 
you know, the client, like for, you know, it's one of those things that the clients come here and they look at it and they're just like, you know, I like, really like your work. So in that sense, the website is doing its job. Right. Um, it's, it's putting the work out there. It's easy to click onto, you know, you know what to do when you arrive. Um, and that's, that is like the, the main, that's like the, the, at the foundation, that's the goal. It is my work, is the website getting in the way of showing the work mm-hmm. to the clients or the potential clients out there? Um, so as long as it's working, it's, it's, it's fine. And that's, that's the problem. It's fine. And that's like the kind of the four letter word. Right. Um, so in the one sense, it's like, you know, should I be working on client work right now, getting stuff done, or should I be like finding that extra hour, two hours to redesign something that's inventive and cool and interesting. And that's literally what we do with all of our client websites. Is we start from scratch. It's, you know, each website, right. it's what, you know, by the time we get to the website, we kind of know who you are, what you're doing, what you're about. And we already kind of have almost, you know, it's one concept. We know who you are. We know exactly what we're going to do. It's this real creative solution. Um, and with restaurants too, like, I just feel like there's lots of different ways to do it. We always got to hit the main, the main themes of each restaurant website from a functional standpoint. And after that, how creative can I get? Um, and when it comes back to you, it's like, you just have this identity crisis. You don't know who you are as a website. Like, uh, and then you get into that grid thing. Um, I think, you know, your question, and then once a trend starts, everyone's going to follow suit and you just have to be like, am I doing that or not? Uh, because we all follow the grid trend Mm -hmm. and it's like, what's next. And it's like, I've looked at the, the, you know, the other trends of going the image straight across the page, uh, and, and really, I think, you know, as long as you're not getting in the way, because I, you'll go on a website where someone is doing something different and you're all, all of a sudden like, I can't figure you out fast enough to figure out if I like your work or not, or if I like what you do enough. Right. Right. And what's interesting is I think, um, you know, I, I don't want this to seem like a jab because my God, I love their work, but foreign policy, it's a design firm. If you're not familiar out of, um, I think Singapore area, um, their work is so like I think their work is awesome, but when you get to their website, it, it did ex- it's like kind of exactly what you said, where it's like it's almost too quirky and unique. Mm-hmm. I don't really quite know how to get into their site. I don't I don't I don't get it, and maybe that's because I'm too old now. I don't know. Right. right. But, <laughs> so I think they've pushed the boundary, but like I think usably or usability wise, it's actually a bit more difficult than maybe they intended. Um, I, I don't know. So it, it's actually an open discussion that I have no answer for because again, I could have described your site, but I could have easily been describing mine too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, you know, the, the, the one, at one time you used to say, if you took the time to figure this out, you, we probably should work together. Right. And, and that's, I mean, if you're willing to take that chance, then, you know, go for it do it. Um, and for me, it's like, you know, there, there was the old saying, and, and whenever I have clients who are trying to come up with a name for themselves, which is always fun, um, <laughs> it's don't stress too much because, you know, if, if there was, I'm pretty sure that people have heard this before, but, you know, when, if, the, if a new band came out and said, let's call ourselves the Rolling Stones, people might be like, well, that's kind of a dumb name. That's stupid. But you don't think about their name anymore. You think about the music they've created. Right. The name is irrelevant. And same with me. Like, I wanted to defeat my name and let the work be, let the work, let the work define that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have a website that looks like every other website, not the greatest strategy, but if your work is really, really good, hopefully people are just like, oh, this work is like, this is great. I love this. Look at that. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, you know, hopefully there's enough nuance in there to make it special. And I don't think this is a good strategy, but if you can defeat your website with great work, that's, that's, then you're winning. Um, in my opinion. <laughs> 
Because I come across a lot of websites that look super old and dated, but I'm still blown away by the work. And I don't really care anymore what that website looks like or is doing. Yeah. Yeah. So and I think that ladders up to where we've, where my mind's been at least lately. And that's, um, it's been said forever, but content really is king. And that is specifically for our industry as well. Yeah. And we start thinking about content. I start thinking we have, we, we just aren't an industry that practices what we preach very well. <laughs> um, I think that, you know, personally it's on my radar. And so I've, I've purposely tried to challenge our, our team to, you know, hold our feet to the same fire that we hold clients feet to, you know, but that comes to marketing and how we position ourselves and everything. But I think, you know, one of the things that we talk about is, you know, start with why, you know, start with what makes, what makes you different is the passion that's driving you, not what you do. Cause John Turner designs restaurants and so does Joseph. So what's really the difference? And it has a lot to do with like who we are as people. And it has a lot to do with maybe what's driving us. And that's essentially the differentiating factor. And so that's why I launched, you know, when I launched Grits and Grids, like I had a, another creative ask me, like, why would you promote other designers? And I'm like, because we're all really good designers, but I'm not competing on whether or not you can design a logo or not. I'm competing on, does this client like me more than he likes you? Right. Yeah. And that's a cultural fit. So to the point where if I'm on the phone call with someone and I'm kind of like, I don't know, man, this guy just, I don't jive with him. I'll forward him to you. Cause I'm like, Hey, go here. This guy does great work and maybe you get along better. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I mean, <clears throat> it's funny cause a lot of, I mean, I'm in, I'm in New York and a lot of my clients aren't, I picked not, like I have one year client, the rest are all across the country. And there are times where I'm just like, you know, even I wonder, like, was there no one else between like California and here that, you know, and, and I, I mean, that's a compliment on, on many levels and it's, it's great that I can do that. Um, but it's true. Like, I think they, you know, you, you get good word of mouth, hopefully. And then when you connect with someone, you just connect and right. I think that's it. But if you found someone who like you connect better with, or like, like, you know, I'm not going to fight another designer who you just feel is better because we're not going to work well together if you don't get that instant nice fit feeling. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, like you're saying, like I, I think one of the things about my current site is that it's very cliche driven. <laughs> it's like, you know, it says all the things it needs to say. Um, but I'm not sure, like, you know, I've, I've been listening to you and, and you've been, you've been, you've gotten to my head a little bit and that's where the, the cell promo thing we're doing with mixture is I don't want to say the same things because I do think there's an, another, there has to be something else to say. Mm -hmm. That really does uh, explain why someone would would who has a restaurant in California would work with someone all the way on the East Coast, right? And and putting that into a interesting paragraph, if you will, that someone's not going to you know is actually going to read, spend the time to actually sit and read it, is is tough. Uh, it's wordsmithing. Um, it's being you know you have to connect in in a verbal way, and that's you know you put it out there and hope. I mean, I almost want to just say that like. You know, I like I work. I work with people who are nowhere near me. Like, what else right. can I say? <laughs> yeah, and it, it's such an interesting dynamic too. Because, um, believe it or not, we're in the same boat. Where I think maybe we have three Atlanta clients, but the rest are not here. Yeah, and um, and that's what's always really funny. And, and to be completely honest, like the way I found you was cause I was, I was kind of getting burned up, you know, like a little bit like pun intended, I guess, you know, I'm like, man, this stuff for parish is so cool. And then, and then boom, painted pin up is up. I'm like, 
who's doing this? And then I look, I'm like, this guy's not even in Atlanta. I'm not, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't apologize. It's beautiful. Like my eyes, thank you. You know, but there, there, you know, every designer wants to be a part of something beautiful. And so it's like, I see that stuff and I'm like, man, that's awesome that I see your book of work and I'm really impressed with it. I'm happy with it. And it challenges me to do even better. But it's funny because then I look at your book of work. I'm like, it's kind of the same thing. He's in New York and he doesn't really do anything in New York. And I'm here and I don't really do anything here. Um, So it's funny. It's not that it's like a lack of ability here. I think it really is just chemistry. It it, it absolutely, absolutely is. Well, first, thank you. That that was – that was very nice, but no, I, no, it's uh, true. Yeah. I do think that it is chemistry. Um, you know, that particular client with concentrics and uh, what they're doing, like mm-hmm. we, we've come to a place where we can just like, you know, we we're so familiar with each other now. Um, and that's everything. And, and they yeah. have a great vision. Um, they're just like a solid client. And, you know, that, that's not to say that they couldn't be here and it wouldn't work if they were local or if I was local. Um, but I think once I get clients to really trust um, mm-hmm. the rest takes care of itself. It's kind of obvious stuff, but that's, that's the truth of it. Yeah, very much so. Uh, I have a, you know, similar, similar relationship in Baltimore and, um, you know, e- even, even here in Atlanta, there is, uh, I think it maybe it's called rocket farm is the technically the name, but everyone knows it as Ford fries mm-hmm. company and he's a chef and he exclusively uses Alvin Dieck, who I've talked about on the show a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just him. Like, and there's, you can tell that there's trust and it's like, they just have a chemistry between them that just works. Yeah. Um, to the point where, you know, we've had talks like, Oh, we should get in touch with Ford. Ford. I'm like, I hate to say it, but don't bother because what they're doing is working and I'm not going to go send a meeting and tell them it's not right. Yeah. You know what I mean? exactly. If we ever got the meeting. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, and then it's, you know, and then I've gotten calls from people who are like, we've been, Hey, we're, we've been working with someone who's local we thought that was going to work out and, uh, and it's not, and uh, we right. found you and you, where are you again? And it's like, okay, well, how does that going to work? And it's just, you know, it's just that, like you had someone who was nearby just mm-hmm. because you can look them in the, in the eyes and meet them in person doesn't mean you're going to connect. Right. Um, and that's, I mean, I think that's what's, what's super fun about it is that it's, it, it opens up like the entire world to what's possible. I've done, I've done work for people overseas uh, and that would have never happened, you know, years ago. And it's super cool that it can happen now. And still, yeah, it's amazing. still be creative and still be tangible, like tangible product. And, and it's, uh, you know, and you never meet these people. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think the, the best thing is for me to, I don't know about you, is when you actually finally get to see the work. So, you know, you spend all this time and, you, you know, you break your back and you put in the hours to create these amazing experiences. And then it launches and it's in market and everyone gets to experience it except for you because you're not there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, that, that is, I, I have like a, a handful of places I've never seen in person yeah. and it is a little depressing. Um, I get photographs, they send me photos. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You get like still, yeah. Flat pieces of thing that you get to look at and try to imagine what it really feels like. Um, you know, and, and so my, I think one of my favorite moments was, finally getting mustering the money together to get to Hawaii and see some of the work I did in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's also Hawaii, so it's also right, fun. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just funny cuz like we had been working for 2 years, we had amazing, you know, excellent chemistry, worked really well together, just never could get out there. And um, you know, there are designers out there and some good ones at that, but it's just him and I worked really well together. Yeah, and I mean that's like my my big thing is like uh uh, right now is getting out to see the crack shack in San Diego and mm-hmm. just the, the amount of time it takes to get out there. You know, I'm, I'm just me. So like 
to get on the plane, to get out there. And they were like, well, we'll fly you out. You know, you know, we want you to see it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I desperately want to see this. And I literally cannot find the time or, or at least put it, even put it on the calendar. It like, makes me so nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, ha- I mean, I have to, it looks amazing. I have to see it in person and everyone's talking. Every, you know, there's like people I know that, that should come back and be like, yo, I, I was there. It was, it was great. Like, have you been? I'm like, no. Like, yeah. but, but you did everything that's there. I'm like, I did everything, but I didn't. I have not seen it or touched it or eaten the food. Yeah, only only in my head, right? That's yeah, <laughs> only in my head. I look at the pictures and I get hungry. That's it. So that's. I mean, that's something worth talking about. I mean, as, as you look to to the future and as you're, you know, in a constant spring cleaning, maybe reinvention mentality. Um, is there plans to go beyond just John? Like, do you? Is that something that you are looking to do? Do you want to grow, or is it? Is it like a, one of those things like, hey, it works and I like it and I'm going to stay that way? Yeah. I mean, I get asked this a lot. And uh, and and that's definitely one of the things is is I'm always asking myself, what is the next what is the next evolution of this? Mm-hmm. You know, where do I go from here? You know, I think you talked to someone a while ago and it kind of resonated with me where, where it was like, you know, you're working project to project. Um, you're looking to be more of a partner for these people. So you have that constant uh, stream. Um, so the idea of just finding someone, not only that you are going to work with and kind of generate enough business to keep them there and keep them, give them all the things that they need as an employee mm-hmm. or, or even as a partner, you know, you never know. Um, and then also be of this, of a similar like kindred spirit. Like, are they doing the work that you believe in the way you like it? Um, and, and vice versa, like, you know, am I going to continue to do the work that, you know, they want to be doing? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm always looking for that person and, uh, and I'm not opposed to it. At the same time, uh, I don't have to, you know, to answer anyone. I, I maneuver my schedule however I wish. Uh, right. And no one has depended on me. And, and I talked to someone once before and they said, you know, if you're good, you know, keep keep doing it. Like, and I do like, like, I like, I like when I can work at home and just, just do that and be there. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but I do like collaboration. I do like working with other people. I do believe ideas generate out of, out of just meeting with people and discussions. Um, so, you know, between keeping a, a good network of just like people in your life that, that are creative has mm-hmm. sort of filled that void a bit. Um, because I've also had interns that I've just been like, you know, I've had great interns and I've had interns that I've just been like, you know, this would, is what it would be like. And I'm not sure if like there's so much effort in, in sort of directing and sort of making sure that they are on the same page with you. And then you realize you're kind of like falling a little bit behind. Right. Um, so uh, again, that is a non-answer. If you that was like a stream of conscious kind of answer. There, no, no, no. That's that's. I mean, everything that you said is right, though. And I think um, you know, I was just having this conversation with a friend of mine the other day, and it's like, or actually, I think it may have been last week's episode with with Simon Candy, the executive creative director here at Iris and in Vigor. And um, one of the things that we were talking about is like everyone likes to. I think more people throw around that word creative director than they really should. And um, the word director, I think, is the operative word that people conveniently overlook because they see, sta- you know, a stature and like, you know, where where they are on the pecking order. When you're directing, you're not you, you don't spend a lot of time designing, and you know, you really are looking over the shoulder of the intern or the junior designer or you know the art directors, and you re- depending on how big the place is, and you really are guiding. And then if you're lucky, after all of your meetings and all of your uh, powwows with your team, you may be able to put pencil to paper and actually have an idea of your own. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, I love, I love being able to sit down and do the work. 
Um, I really yeah. do. And, and I mean, if I'm directing anyone, it's, it's vendors, it's, uh, you know, working with architects, uh, you know, talking to the, all the, you know, with a restaurant, you know, you're dealing with the, the owner, the, the chef. I, and I try to talk to as many people as I can, mm-hmm. get that really full story. So the direct, and you know, then the website comes in and you're working with developers. So there's definitely people that you're interacting with, not necessarily directing. Um, there is a lot of coordination and then add on that extra layer of, of an employee and, and I always do wonder, like, it could make the work better. It could give me more time to explore the self-promotional stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But, man, that person better be, like, really, like, I better, like, love them and think that they're super awesome to just put the trust. And I think, too, it's like we're like, we're, like letting go of that that uh, control a bit is always a little scary. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it is, it is on my mind. I don't, I mean, it's nothing, nothing there yet. But as we move forward to, like, you know, I do think that there needs to be another another layer because project to project doesn't really the longevity of project to project has to do with a lot of other things that I'm not in control of. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the things. So I think your topic of reinvention is more of just like uh, is, is a good one because you have to keep thinking about, you know, what are you going to are you prepared for? The, the next the next step, the next layer. And and what ha- like what happens if like a really good client goes away? Um, right. Is your business ready to, to, to succeed past that? Uh, very much so. And I think, you know, one of the hardest things about our industry and not to get into the boring talk of operations and, and, <laughs> and managing a, a studio or even a firm or agency. Um, but one of the hardest things that we have when we're talking about steering and new business and uh, current business is. It's really nice when you put, you know, when you type on a piece of paper for an agreement that you're going to start on X date and the project's going to end on X date and blah, blah, blah. It's so perfect. And it, it's never that. No. Ever. <laughs> like, it, it's, yeah, it's aspirational. <laughs> super aspirational. And, and it, I don't think I can, th- I think I'm doing a project right now that is a fast turnaround. So I think it's the only time when the schedule is what it is and we're actually going to have that schedule and then it's done mm-hmm. and to me it almost puts a smile on my face because like well that was cool wish we could do that more often but you know especially when you get into restaurants and, and beverages where you're where you're circumnavigating laws and you're circumnavigating yeah. um you know uh, inspections and delivery of equipment and build outs and all this other stuff where it is impossible to say that we are going to start march 10th and we will be opening those doors July 30th and anyone who has been a part of any restaurant build should be laughing right now because to start March 10th and actually open the doors on July 30th is the most ridiculous thing in the world that would never happen. Well, I, I actually look for when I hear that a restaurant opening slid back, I'm always like delighted because it just means that it just freed up so many things for me. Like right? yeah, we're, we're opening in a month from now instead of uh, when we said I'm like, oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. I'm not going to I'm not going to work till midnight every right. night now. Um, yeah, I mean. I almost go into every project knowing that their date of opening is not going to be when they open. It's been very rare that that has happened. And to the point where I can't even think of an instance, I just don't want to say never because that might be a lie. Um, but it's it's an amazing it's an amazing thing because you have so many moving pieces. And even if everyone, every one of your partners is on board and working and firing on all cylinders, now you bring in a health inspector. Who or in a fire inspector who that day may not have had their cup of coffee and for whatever reason just doesn't want to be nice. Oh yeah, and, yeah, man. That's the thing. Like even with like signage and with permits and everything else, and you, I find that like signage has become the biggest like real pain in the butt ever 
because you're just like you do a version and then like like something's a quarter of inch too wide or the right. co- like you how there's color restrictions uh it's it's crazy um and that's where like you know it's funny i i i this kind of goes back to just what we were saying a second ago but i've had People come in and they think usually I'm a bigger company. They think that the, like I I say we on my website, which I, I, I've heard people define that different ways. But for me, it's like there is a we. I mean, it's me, but the we comes in that there's a developer. Uh, I call in people when necessary if I need like a type types done or something like that. But um, you know they'll come in and and and, and they 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 think they expect me to team or something, and it's just me, and they just wonder like, well, who's doing? Like who's doing that part and who's doing the sign? Like when you have like an architect drawings coming in and you have the signage done, but then who's doing the logo on the brand? I'm like, no, it's, it's just me. Um, you know, like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's the royal we. Yeah, there is. It's very royal. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're not schizophrenic. That's good. Yes. <laughs> you well, don't have many personalities in there. We're not sure yet. Yeah, I mean, well, what's funny is when you're when you're doing your own thing. I mean, you you do have to have multiple personalities. You have the account side. You have your creative side and you have your operations and, you know, accountant side. And uh, I think that's one of the things that has always annoyed me about running, you know, uh, uh, a studio is you end up doing more stuff than you really wanted to be doing. And the last thing you do is the stuff that you really want to be doing uh, in a lot of in a lot of ways. But it's always an awesome adventure. And I think, you know, in this season of reinvention, um, it's it's always a great to reapproach things and always take a second look, uh, circle back on that closet, like you said early on, take another look at it and say, hey, can this be done differently? Um, if you were to give advice to uh, an up and coming uh, designer or someone who maybe owns a studio or whatever on reinventing themselves, what would what would that one piece of advice be? And I apologize now because I didn't let you know I was going to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> Spotlight on you. Yeah, that's uh, uh, just like <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, for a studio to reinvent themselves. Oh my god! Uh, you know, I think I think there's just you have to like be fearless. You can't be afraid to make a mistake. I think is is all that matters. And and I'm definitely guilty of that because uh, you know, like with the website redesign, I'll agonize over does this does that first sentence make sense? Does that sound right? Uh, is this does this look cool enough or whatever? And I think you have to not be afraid to just get something up sometimes mm-hmm. um, and just put it out there. Um, you know, the, like I think if, if work is done, post it. If, if, if something looks cool, show it. Um, mm-hmm. If you love it, put it out there. Don't worry about whether or not it's, it's, you know, is there a full portfolio here or whatever? Um, especially for younger people, I just say, you know, just generate, as much as you can, put it out there. Mm-hmm. And then once it's up and once you got it going, you can make, you can keep reinventing, you can keep tweaking, you keep fixing it after it's, after it's posted. Mm-hmm. I wish I could do this myself. Um, so I really, it's like what stops us. And sometimes it's time. Sometimes it's hesitation and self doubt. Um, but I do think that it really is the trick. If you can get past all those things and just kind of show yourself and be, be more vulnerable, um, I think it, it just shows a humanity to to the work and that there's like a person on the other side of it. Um, I think that's important too. I've, I've, I've even thought about, you know, I always try to make myself look like a studio with people and mm-hmm. I, cause I don't want to scare off the people, the, the client who might want to work with that. And then hopefully when they meet me, they think, Oh, okay, this can work. Um, right. And I think about just, you know, the fearlessness of, of being vulnerable, uh, just saying like, you know, it is just me and, and that's, that's what it is. 
Um, and I've avoided that for a while, actually, but not intentionally or unintentionally, just kind of, uh, you know, I, I, I like people say like, you know, okay, can you guys come in? And it's like, no, it's just gonna be me. And they're like, oh. So I think that's, that's kind of what I would say. Be fearless, be vulnerable. Be fearless and vulnerable. And I, I can second that too. I think um, too many times we fall into this rule that exists from a time that is no longer that you have to somehow be this cold corporate behemoth sound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even when you're not. And I, I think it's safe to say that we, we live in a day and an age where honesty goes so far. And, um, you know, do you really want somebody that's going to judge your work by the amount of people it took to do it? And I, and I would say that the answer is really no. Right. I mean, you want yeah. someone that's going to judge the personality and the brains behind it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I tell clients all the time, if you call my number, I will literally answer the phone. And like, yeah. like it's going to, you're going to get a person who's me and it's not just like, uh, anything else. Uh, and you're going to talk to the person who's doing the work. So I think when they, some, some people have been like, oh, that's, that's amazing. Like access to the person who's doing the thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We, I've gotten that too, you know, cause you know, I, I steer the ship, but I like to be hands-on with the clients too. I mean, they, I'm the one who talks to them and I, I think handing that off is something I never want to lose. And I yeah. probably hold on to much tighter than maybe I should, but I think it works. So whatever. <laughs> um, that's awesome, man. So we're, we're just about the 30 minute mark. Where can people find you online and how can they connect with you? Uh, sure. Everything is, uh, it's, it's at boy burns barn. Uh, Perfect. As as you know how to spell that. You can find me anywhere. What's awesome is I, on, on Instagram, I used to have at vigor, but I changed the name cause I, I, I thought I was going to get clever <laughs> and then I realized my idiocy, but it was too late to get my name back. And oh. what really burns me up is that like the person doesn't even use their account and they won't respond to any messages. Oh, that's, yeah. Oh, it's a pain. <laughs> yeah, that, is, that is rough. Yeah, uh, I feel for you. <laughs> so take, take my plight, learn from it. And uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. And we will talk to you next week. Once again, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Do follow us at Grits Grids. That's Grits Grids with no end in between on Instagram and Twitter. This podcast and the Grits and Grids blog is a passion project of Vigor, a restaurant and beverage branding and marketing firm based in Atlanta. Check us out at www.vigorbranding.com. And of course, we're all over social media. Until next week, stay hungry, stay thirsty, and be creative.